awesome. Wait. That made my Long day. Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network. Founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's uh, the last of our Halloween shows, and I'm Marcia Casper Cook. We've had a month filled with shows about Halloween, and this is going to be a really fun show. But before we start, I just have one thing to say is that my deepest sympathy goes out to the families uh, for in the Tree of Life Temple in Pittsburgh, and uh, it was just very sad, and um, at World of Ink and Michigan Avenue Media, our condolences. Okay, so we will go on with the show and uh, have a great show today. Uh, I have uh, Becky Robbins and Lorraine Carrier here, and they, they are frequent guests. But today we're going to be doing, uh, we're just talking about children's books and um, literacy and the guide that can go with books for children. That is a really good idea. Uh, so we're going to talk about that a lot. I don't have those in my books, but I think it is a good idea. So I think, you know, we will start by by asking Becky to just say hello and then Lorraine, and then we will probably do some readings of the book because I think that's a, a fun thing to do for Halloween. Okay, Becky, how are you? Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. Glad you're I know I am. Okay, good. All right, do you want to just tell everybody a little bit about you, and then we'll bring Lorraine in? Well, my name is Becky Robbins, and I love to write children's books. The Haunted Bakery is the sixth published children's book that I have written. Um, it's very fun, but you've got to have the mindset to do it. You have to put yourself in the child's frame of mind to write children's books and I think that's probably one of the hardest things to do is to put yourself in a child's mind except for me because I think I do live I think I am a child at heart but other than that yep I love writing children's books doing crafts re uh, finishing furniture and cooking everything so you're very busy me. I know I see that you're very busy I know right and writing children's books is not easy you know people think it's easy but it's not because you absolutely have to be in the children's mindset while you're writing the book uh, I also have uh, written five children's books and I think you know you it's difficult to write children's books in any other kind at the same time because you really do have to be in the frame of mind and 
we discussed this a little while a few weeks ago, and the thing is, when you're writing a book, sometimes after you're done with it and you read it like a while ago, you know, a while, a time passes. It's so strange how you wonder where what your frame of mind was at the time to get there. I mean, I myself will be reading today something from my magical leaping lizard potion, and I read it the other day, and I went, oh. I mean, I it was like I didn't even write it. It was so weird. And um, I enjoyed it, and I'm thinking like, okay, fine, maybe I will read this. But I think it's really funny because you don't always know how you get how what happens when you're writing. It just kind of flows, and then you're in that mood. And if you're not, it doesn't. So, and I'm also going to bring out right now Lorraine because Lorraine was going to talk a little bit about, you know, literacy and uh, the kits that she provided for the book of Haunted Bakery of Seven Pines, which is really a good guide. I saw that, and it's thorough. So, hi, Lorraine. How are you? Hi, Martha. Hi, Becky. How are you? Hi, Lorraine. Hi, guys. I am really thrilled to be a guest. And I want to thank you for inviting me, and I want to thank everyone that's listening. And I'll tell you, you know what? I am so passionate about a lot of books, but I am extremely passionate about The Haunted Bakery of Seven Pines. Um, Let me address this one issue. Uh, Years, well, not years ago, some time ago, Becky kept saying, you know, because we have been, we've co-authored before. Now, she co-authored with with Erica Sabo, who is an an awesome, awesome other children's author, but Vicky said she had an idea about, you know, and it, it stemmed from an urban legend. And anybody that knows me knows that, oh, uh, I love urban legends. And when I heard this story, Vicky will attest to this. You know, she sent me kind of a rough outline a ways back, and I said, you have got to develop this. This is going to be big. Right, Becky? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I sat on the book for five years until the rain yeah, told me. Five years. Yeah. Five years. Five years. And the reason, I mean, I'm going to say this, you know, I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm a veteran retired teacher, and I taught literacy, I taught writing, and I can vouch for the fact that children, I don't know what it is, they love spooky stories. When I was teaching, yep. and, and yep. it was like, they used to call me Mrs. C. They say, Mrs. C., Tell us a spooky story. And, and I would tell them so many spooky stories. I would say, you know what, you guys, you're going to get me in trouble. The school district is going to call, and you won't see <laughs> Mrs. C ever again. <laughs> That's all they wanted. But, you know, you, you do. You have to write for their, their interest level. And, yeah. you know, it's all about, you know, promoting good reading. And children are normally, if they're interested in something, they're going to want to read it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. gonna want to yeah. read it, and you know this is yeah. this is a story that is from Becky's childhood, and and it you know it goes back, it, it's legendary, and you know I've been following the sales on the book are phenomenal, the book is a hit, people are talking about it because it actually is is a hybrid, it's a hybrid novel because two things it addresses it's got a lesson about bullying, and secondly it's teamed with the paranormal. And third, well, thirdly, which is a big, I call it boom, a bonus, it's got this literacy kit, which, you know, is a boon for, for educators. And yeah, with, the literacy, a great thing kit, now. with the literacy kit, right, which I'm developing for, I've got other children's books that people are sending me. I'm, I'm getting quite busy now. 
the thing is, you know, on the on the flip, yeah, we love reading and it's fun, but on the flip side, education has changed uh, dramatically, and they want the expectations for children reading are much higher. They start in kindergarten, and there's all kind of yeah. components to that as far as comprehension goes. You know, you could have a good reader who could be fluent and could read the story, but if you ask that child, do you remember what you read? No, it's not Well, there. the literacy kit is really popular with the librarians. And being this book is an urban legend, it's very popular with the librarians. And being that it is bullying with the great message that um, Erica Zabo put in to the end of the book, I mean, I, I think I'm very overwhelmed that I have all these librarians promoting this book. I've got... I've got to do uh, career day November 16th. I have one April. Then I have another one coming up in January. Um, but it's it's really good to have librarians, um, you know. That is what you need is librarians. You know, oh, yeah. because those are the ones that guide the children into what to read. Yeah, they guide yeah. them. Well, another and, thing, too, is that yeah. the Librarian Association, they have like this um, – it's called a reviewers group, where a big group of librarians, they review children's books. And normally, it's not indie publishers, no indie publishers. Well, the librarian at um, Mayford Elementary was so impressed with the book that she sent it to the group of librarians, and they agreed to review the book. They have so many to review, so they said it would probably be maybe the, you know, like in January, but they're going to review it. And I was just really excited that they agreed yeah, to I do think that, that you know, I they, think that, they don't do you indie know, publishers. When, when people talk about indie, you know, I don't even bring it up anymore. I mean, I was an agent for 20 years, and, you know, uh, most people don't even care if someone's an indie writer on Amazon. They have no care about that. They don't care who the publisher is. They want a good no, story. not anymore. And yeah. What Hello? you think they do care about it, Indy? No, they don't. I mean, years ago. No, I don't think matter. they do anymore. They were, you know why? Because so many people. But you no. know, I right, and exactly. I joined right. I joined a lot of these kids groups now, and I'm gonna have a video made, and I've had some done before. But you know, I think that you know, pushing children to you know read is hard. But any means, like if you have the kit in the back, or if you like, I have. I'm a believer right. of the audio books, but. So far, you know, a lot of people don't get the audio books for the kids, but they have to remember that I also worked for a pediatrician for for a lot of years, many years, and kids, if they don't like to read, let them read or let them listen to an audio book with the exactly. book because anything that I can like audio uh, make them like. I am not an avid yeah. reader. I forget Yeah, I like I audio, too. Yeah. So, a lot of people do, and that's why it's great for kids to have audiobooks. So I'm I keep talking about it on my shows because I really believe uh, the um, I think it was last week that I had you know some people we were talking about horror books and about comic books and a lot of kids a lot of boys boys so far that I've heard don't like to read a lot of them. And what they did, you know, a lot of the mothers have given them, right, they gave them comic books, anything to make them read. You know, and I think that people now, times have changed, 
And I think that if a kid doesn't like to read, I don't see the harm in him looking at a comic book or her because, and or listening to an audio book, anything that gets them involved. Well, that's a good idea. You know what, Lorraine? I think I'm going to talk to Erica about doing an audio (laughs) book for the Haunted Bakery. I, you know, I think that would be the most awesome thing. And, and let me interject here, if I may, something from an educational standpoint as a teacher. Let's, talk, let's go back and address this audio issue. Um, with some children, not all children, you know, we're all, we have auditory learners, we have visual learners. A lot of children are auditory learners, and they're still, yeah. what they're getting is they're increasing their vocabulary because if they're not yeah. reading it, okay, they and when they're, they're speaking, listening. it's all tied together. When they hear more language, guess what? They're going to be better writers. I so agree. hearing the language is yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think you know I because agree with I that actually 100% think that it works with me. <laughs> me too. And and adults, if they're listening to this, when they're listening to this show, when you read a book, I've said this many times. When you read a book, sometimes I am one of those that skip. Okay, I skip words, I do that, you know. Damn. And so yep. in an audio book, you catch, you, you catch every word. And, and it really yeah, helps the do. writer also because you're listening to every word. And even when you listen to your own thing, it's shocking sometimes because it's like I'm listening, I'm going like, <laughs> who wrote that? You know, you don't feel like it's you that wrote it, you know. And well, Audible, it's like when you listen, it, yeah. when you listen to the audio book, it goes straight into your mind. Yeah, you know, I agree. it's just it does. really weird. It's just like it just goes it straight does. into your head, into your mind. Yeah, and it, it's like it mesmerizes you, and so you're focusing well, we all to... the attention. You're not focusing on, you know, the illustrations or reading the words or anything like that. It's just you're focusing on the story. And that, well, you know, that, I don't yeah. know. Do you know? What, did we audio. talk? Did we talk about uh, magic blocks last time? I don't know if we did. It's M A G I C B L O X. I think they were sold, but Magic Blocks is a site where you can go in and put your children's books free. Okay, and they you can also list your audio books now, but you can they families buy memberships and then they can listen to your books and read the books. It's really cute. So you you know. You should check that out. It's called Magic Blocks. Magic Blocks. Magic Blocks. Yeah, Blocks. Magic and it's B-L-O-X. It's one word. Oh, but wow. It's, Magic they, Blocks. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, yeah. Magic and it's blocks. really good. Okay. And, you know, the owners originally, Jason, he came on the show many times. We talked about it. It was really good. And actually what we did sometimes on shows, we had children's shows on Saturday where we read the books. You know, we had other authors uh, authors read it. J.D. Holiday was one of the people that read, you know, she had the show and then she had authors come on. You know, but as now, 2018, I don't see a lot of this. And that's why I brought back a lot of the children's shows because we I don't see that many on the radio. And, you know, this is really hmm. important for kids to get used to listening and trying to find things that they enjoy and sometimes when they listen to it they may enjoy like I tried uh, an example I tried I put the uh, I think he was five so I put on the audio book with only the cover of the book and I thought well is he going to listen to the whole thing or not so I showed him the cover because it just you know he was just listening so there weren't pictures that on that 
Mm-hmm. And he listened to the whole book, and I was really surprised because oh I assumed that he'd be looking for pictures. He never asked for that. He just listened to the book. And I kept thinking, well, maybe I should just shut it off. But he was listening, so I figured, well, all right, fine. And he waited to the awesome. very end. So it was, yeah. And I thought, oh, this is good because even though there's not a lot of pictures when they're listening to the audio, they still like the book. So I think that oh, yeah. that might be, yeah, and I do think that, Mothers and fathers and grandparents, you know, I I talked about this also last uh, the other day because people are getting books for children even in baby showers. They're giving mothers oh, yeah. to be oh, yeah. baby books. It's a big thing. They didn't do it years ago, but they are now, and they they they, are they now. start reading to their children. Yeah, they start reading to their children really young, which is not a bad idea. Because we don't know, nobody knows what, yes, what they comprehend at that point. So I think that that's not a bad idea also. So, I mean, there's so many ideas that you can do with a children's book that haven't been done and should be. It'd be so neat if you could do a visual audio book. You know, for kids to have the, listen to that and then have the, but I don't know how that would work. I mean, I don't even know if they well, make Well, they have that on Magic Blocks. They, they started that. I didn't ever do mine there because I have audio books, but I think they do have that where oh, they, wow. the book, they're reading the book while the kid turns the pages. So I have to look oh, and wow. see if, if that works with the oh, children. Awesome. Yeah, I think, you know, and kids, you know, kids are, are funny. You know, really funny. They like to have stories. They like to listen to adventure. You're right. They like spooky things. And they really do, you know. And so whatever a child likes, even if it's just a comic book, to get them to read is a good thing. And that's why your literacy program that you have in the back of it is a good idea for your book. I want to talk to Lorraine on that myself. I'll call you Lorraine because I think that I've heard that before, and most authors, we don't really know how to do that. You know, some are teachers, but I don't know how to do that. So I know um, the librarians have been very, very impressed with that literacy kit. Yeah, and I think that's who. I mean, I'll show it to them, and I mean, I showed it to them, and then I had um, when I was at the Sanson Library from uh, the Monsters Around the World thing. One of the librarians, she was an assistant. She was a a teacher at Laburnum, and she came in, and uh, the librarian that was there when I was doing the signing told her to come back there and ask for one of the ones that had the literacy kit in it. Yeah. And she's yeah. the one that messaged me and wants me to do career day. And that's going to freak me out, day. but well, I'm going to be in an auditorium full and of also, people. And also, you know, but, all, but also, you know, people are homeschooling their children. Yes, they exactly. Are. So yeah. it's a, it's exactly. very good for the mothers and fathers that are doing that. I know, I've had a lot of people on the show that I know that have been homeschooled their children. And so they're always looking for things like that because, you know, it adds that little something extra that they need. So I think that's a good thing. You know, reading is oh, so Oh, yeah, important. and Lorraine, I was thinking too, you know what? My little book, Creature What's Teacher, yeah. my book, Creature Teacher, would be awesome with the literacy kit in it. Yeah. Because it, it teaches it, kids it how to be. count. Absolutely. Yeah, that's important. You know, kids, yep. you know, kids that's the thing. You know, and that's what's wrong with a lot of the uh, mainstream publishers. They actually are not getting the fact that, you know, there are so many books that they're missing. You know, they really are missing oh, exactly. a lot of books. You know, yeah. I've been an agent yeah. for all those years, and I had 
sent books that were fabulous, and they just no, no, oh, you know, they just send rejection, rejection, rejection. I don't uh, even know if they're looking at them, you know. And I probably think not. now, you probably know, not. well, but now they they have uh, they're learning that a lot of indie publishers are really good, and it's not like it was in the past, and they need to step up to the plate and try to get some of these books out there mainstream, you know, and well, I, I think they should. That, um, oh, yeah. And Lorraine and I were talking a while back. Um, I saw on the news where Walmart was trying to compete with Amazon. If yeah. Walmart mm-hmm. would put out there, sell indie books, I mean, I know some of them do. My, book, my but books they are would on Walmart. My, my books are books, now in are you in digital in draft two digital? Because Walmart and there's a lot there's a lot of different places that the books go. The yeah draft yeah because uh, Erica put us through that yeah and we are on Walmart. But I mean just and, yeah, and that's right. because we went under Erica's Golden Box Book Publishing. I think that's yeah. why. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, Lorraine, your book got on there. I that's think right, one Jonathan of the Blockett, I think it was it? Jonathan Blockett is is on there. Yeah, it's on the Walmart yeah. to, uh, to digital. Yeah. Yes, it is. And you know, well, Kobo, do they have there's so many customers can buy and do reviews because Amazon is there's, is not very good lately. There's Smashwords. There's a lot of different places that people are now going yes. to. You know, and Barnes and Noble. The problem with Barnes and Noble, it's very difficult. You know, it's not that difficult, that easy for people to put reviews on there. It's not as easy as it is on Amazon to do that. You know, yeah, um, it is. But I think that everything is changing pretty fast now. So I think that it might be, you know, more accepted than it was before. I mean, if they take story by story, you know, because just because a mainstream publisher publishes it doesn't mean the book is great. It just oh, means yeah. that and they decided to publish it. How true that is. <laughs> how true that is, Marcia. I've been doing this for a lot of years. So right, do you want to uh, read a little of it, just, you know, a little portion of it, a couple pages? Well, actually, it's up you to want, you. Becky, Becky, you can read a part, and then I can read a part. How does that work for you, Marcia? That's fine. Go ahead, Do you have a part that you've chosen? I was just going to read the first couple of pages, just about, you know, the bullying and everything like that. I didn't want to go through the whole story because I don't want to give away the good part. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of good parts in there. (laughs) It is a lot of good parts in there. But I was just going to read uh, a couple of pages, and Marsha, you're going okay. to read too, right? Yes, I said I said I would, so I will, and <laughs> I will definitely read. I know. I, I I listen. I don't like it as much, but I I have done it, and I think it's a good idea. I read when I go to the schools, I read the books. They like when people read books to them. Yeah, I know. I've got to go to the library and do story time too. So, but yeah, I'm going to read, if you don't mind, I'm going to read, and Lorraine, you can read some too. I'm going to read um, okay. the beginning of it. And the okay. beginning of it is actually, that is the legend that I'm going to read. Because okay. when I was growing up in um, Lee Park, where we grew up, and that's where the Haunted Baker was in the woods, I was bullied. You know, I mean, they'd call me Hose Nose and, hey, Becky, when ski slopes could oh. be open and call me Rebecca Boone, Daniel Boone's wife <sighs> and all that stuff. But, you know oh what? Oh, my God, that's We horrible. just let that roll off their back, you know? 
Today's society, yeah. kids are committing suicide with all the cyberbullying and going to schools and, you know, shooting up children. And, I mean, it's just awful. Back yeah. in the day, it was bullying, and it hurt your feelings, but yeah. you just let it roll off your back. So you the part that I'm going to read is actually... The thing is, probably, some, but the thing is, some people didn't. It, they carry it through their adulthood. That's the problem. Yes, yeah, I know do. they do. Yes. Yes, they do. And when Erica, she did the end of this book, which is really good, because I had had it to where it was going to be a dream. He was going to wake up doing a dream. And then Erica had switched it, and it it has a really good message to it, to where, yes, it you does. know, I don't want to give the ending away, but it's 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 a okay. heartfelt. She made it a heartfelt ending with a good message. So, and then it's Lorraine puts the paranormal part so in there, so... Right. Yeah. Between it's I want to thank Erica Zabo, Lorraine Carey, and Steve Disgupta, so for bringing oh, this the book to life. Oh, the illustrator is fantastic. Yeah, the illustrator okay. is fantastic on this book. So, okay. But y'all read the uh, uh, first couple of pages. You ready for me to do it? Yeah. Go, girl. Okay. <laughs> Nestled deep in the Virginia woods in the little town of Seven Pines sat an old house built of stone and brick. It was once a bakery during the time of the Civil War. Parents told a legend to their children in every generation that about 100 years ago, children started disappearing in Seven Pines to never be found again. People suspected that the old bakery was under the spell of evil forces and warned their children not to go into the woods, especially near the old building. Why didn't they tear, tear down the building, you might ask? Nobody knows, and nobody tried. They just wanted the old bakery to be forgotten and forbid their children to go near it. Best friends, Albert and Timmy, lived in Seven Pines and heard the legend from their parents, but they rarely listened and certainly didn't obey without being explained exactly why they shouldn't do things. They agreed on one thing, to always ignore what they were ordered to do. Rebelling against their parents got them into a lot of trouble, but they seemed to think being a rebel was cool especially Albert. Albert was 10 and a year and a year older than Timmy. Although they were different in different grades, they were best buddies and always hung out together. Albert was quite tall and strong for his age, and unfortunately, his favorite pastime was to bully smaller kids. He scared them by puffing out his chest. That made him look even bigger as he towered over the frightened smaller children. He combed his long blonde bangs over one eye, which gave him a fierce look. That's Lorraine. <laughs> she put that in there. <laughs> Timmy was short and thin, and he looked up to Albert <clears throat> and tried to intimidate, Im- no, imitate everything his friend did, even when he felt what they were doing was wrong. Everyone wondered why the two boys became unlikely friends, but nobody knew. It started when Timmy was in the first grade. The children in his class made fun of him because he was small and thin, and they called him Scrawny Stick and Toothpick. The bigger kids in his class glued a kick-me sign on his back and called him a teacher's pet because he learned faster than his classmates, thus making his life miserable every day. Timmy cried a lot and hid in the bathroom to avoid the constant teasing and torture. One day, Albert heard him sobbing, in the bathroom stall, and when Timmy confided in him, Albert decided to take him under his protection, and they became best friends. 
Timmy thought it was super cool to have a fearless bully as a friend and was always right by Albert's side, but didn't always enjoy the havoc that his best friend caused. Albert had a crush on Sarah, a girl in his class with red hair and freckles, but he still made fun of her and called her Strawberry Freckleface. He enjoyed watching Sarah cry when he relentlessly teased her, and then he went on chasing the other girls and tripped the ones who were slow. He didn't care if they got hurt. Man, he's a meanie, isn't he? He watched them cry with a cold smile on his face. Nobody liked Albert and Timmy in school. They were afraid of them and tried to avoid them. Every time Albert bullied or hurt the kids, he threatened them not to tell anyone. The children were scared and kept silent. Y'all tell me when you're ready me to stop. Sometimes teachers caught them and punished them, but it didn't stop Albert from doing it again when the teachers weren't looking. Donnie was the only boy in school who dared to stand up to them, and that's why he was Albert's favorite daily target. Albert never tried Albert never tried to hit or trip Donnie because he was as tall and strong as he was, but Albert loved to get right up into Donnie's face calling him a fat coward. He knew Donnie would never punish or hit him because he wasn't a bully. Albert taunted him every day because he was jealous of Donnie's popularity and his envy made him angry. He teased Donnie in a singing voice, Fatso boy in baggy pants, I'm going to make you eat some ants. (laughs) And then he added in a mocking voice, Fatso round face, look who's talking, pudgy punk. Donnie mocked Albert, smiling. Albert hated it when Donnie laughed in his face and hated to be called pudgy. And as usual, when someone dared to stand up to him, he resorted to violence. He picked up a handful of dirt and threw it at Donnie. Eat that dirt, you fat boy, he yelled. Donnie shook the dirt off his clothes, growled, and took a step closer to Albert. Timmy, afraid what Donnie might do, rushed to his friend's defense. He grabbed a stick, pointed it at Donnie, and shouted, Leave him alone or else. Donnie stopped because he didn't want to fight. I'll get you somehow. I'll find a way. He thought and walked away. Okay, that's all I'm going to read. Leave it to the okay. imagination. It gets oh, really you know, good. I, really? <laughs> Lorraine, uh, you want to do a little part? You want to, you're going to add uh, some? Do you, Becky, do you, do you want me to pick up where you left off, or do you want me just to read an excerpt from the middle of the book? Whatever you want to do, it's fine with me. Okay, I'm going to read. I picked here an, an excerpt, which is is kind of just going to maybe going to spur. I don't know if they're if there's children listening or adults. It might spur the um, the imagination. Okay. Mm-hmm. They felt as if they were falling forever down the long tunnel, both screaming in fright. There was a bright green glow in the tunnel. And the children's cries sounded closer and closer. When they finally hit solid ground and stopped screaming, they sat up and looked around in a large room. They saw a steel cage by the wall, and children were huddled in the corners crying. Who who are you? How, How did you get here? Albert stood up and walked closer to one of the boys in the cage, who appeared to be around his age. The dark haired boy was dressed in strange clothes and looked dirty. My name is Thomas. We're in a different dimension. This evil witch's oven is a portal to this place. She brought me and my friends here a hundred years ago, and we've been here the longest. 
The rest of the children came after us, one or two at a time. The boy said, as he crept up to the bars of the cage, Why? Why would she do this? Albert asked. She has done it to all of us. Me and my two friends over there were the first. Because as children, we made fun of her all the time. Our parents told us that she was cursed because she has those ugly warts on her face. And we teased her because of her crooked nose. So I'll stop there just to kind of add some little flair to the story. Now, this is where it kind of gets spooky. (laughs) Yeah, it does get spooky. Definitely. Definitely. All right, Marsha. All right. Well, before, all right, so, you know, we talked about the kids liking spooky. How many pages? I, I have the book. How many pages is the book? Is it? Well, it's the not that long. Yeah, I mean, it's got, not that long. What is it? Not that. Okay. So yeah. how many, what age group, what age group are you, you know, is. Um, Erica has it. Um, I believe it was five to 12, I believe. I yeah. believe so, and that and yeah, that that's would be a good, about yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's good because it's twelve, right? You know, you just—that's another thing. You always don't know what exactly would be the age group, you know, because it all depends on the child, you know, because some are yeah, more advanced and, it depends and on some the, aren't. That's, that's well, true. I know and my you know, niece had gotten a copy of it, and she sat down and try to read it to her kids and you know Ellie Ellie was just turned 4 and stuff and they lost interest in it but i well, think when a child is, yeah, gets to you know yeah, 5 yeah. the age 5 they can sit there and they can listen to their parents to read it yeah so yeah. anywhere be before that time and up to 4 i don't think that they have the attention span to even sit there and let their parents read it to them especially if it's a long book yeah. a short book about Tractors or something like that. I know my nephew loves that. But, right, um, right. A lot of kids do. Right. The same with adults. You know, some adults. The you know, page. they look at the size of the book. Adults do the same thing. You know, where they go. That's why novellas work for a lot of people and short stories because yeah. not everybody wants to read. You know, and that's the thing about Amazon or all of these places. You can find so many different kinds of books on there. But the problem is is getting your book out there because you're there's so many authors now. It's very difficult. And it, as we talk about a lot on this show, the categories, the genres, it's very difficult. And the categories are not always fabulous, you know. Um, that's, that's a problem. It's a problem. I go through it and I look through it and I go like, oh, well. You know, and you don't really know. And I noticed... I think I was talking about this the other day, is that I, let's say I'll put in um, romance or children, whatever, and I noticed that a lot of those books, they don't belong where they are. So I don't even yeah. know how they got in that. And, I, and I've heard that Amazon is tough on that, but I, I looked at a lot of these books, and they have, there's no way that they belong in that category at all, whichever category I agree it was with I was that. looking at. You know, and so I think that, you know, that is one of the problems. And that the good thing is, is if a librarian is looking at it, they know exactly what age group and they know where to, you know, what genre. So they can, if somebody comes up to them and say, what's a good book for my child? 
you know, yes. which hopefully they'll continue having libraries. I mean, they closed a lot of libraries. They really did, you know, years oh, even terrible. years ago. I mean, I they know. were closing. And I think, you know, even the bookstores, they don't want to have signings like they did, and even Barnes & Noble doesn't. And, you know, I don't really think that people understand how much, how many kids really like to meet authors. They love it. Well, the library the did, like I said, what I did the other day at Sanson Library, they had this cool exhibit, Monsters Around the World. The librarian, Chris, he did a phenomenal job. Well, they had promoted it and everything. And what I did was I bought books and I gave it, gave them away. I signed them and gave them away to the kids and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. And then um, I just ordered more books and I'm taking it back to that library because they're going to take a couple up to Sandston Elementary School to see about getting them in the classrooms, you know, for the literacy kit and everything because yeah. it's a book about bullying. And I'm going to drop off more books tomorrow, and they're going to give them away for Halloween. Yeah, so, that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, that's but the librarians, awesome. like oh, I said, I've got, you know, I've been, I go door to door. You know, I'm not good at the social media advertising. I go door to door. And yeah. Well, because the social media, your, your library, your, your, Richmond yeah. Library, all the libraries have the book. Oh, well, uh, you know, late, you. you know, I don't know if you what I've been doing lately is I've had a lot of people doing, you know, different uh posts for me that are very uh they're very they're priced really good, you know, mm-hmm. and um the uh the Southern Owl is very good and I also um and I Jennifer Malone Wright does some and um the oh, I had Owl and the Pussycats they were on a few weeks ago, they do a lot of that, which is really good because they are putting it in a lot of places that I might not know about. And so I think that's one of the things is getting it all over the place. And, you know, uh, a lot of times they don't want children's books, but there are a lot of children's groups like on Amazon, not Amazon, on Facebook where there are children's authors. And, you know, and I think, you know, I myself – as everybody knows, I don't really love all this PR. It drives me crazy, and I'm not, you know, and I talk about it a lot. And, um, I, like, I I think I'm going to maybe take off even December because I think, you know, all this PR, it, it really does stop you from writing because you're so busy. It does. Thinking it about too much it. And it does. It, it does. It's there. And, and, and it does take on time, but the, some of the agents, some of the, uh, groups that I have found and and the people that I have found. If anybody needs to know, just they can always email me or call me, and I'll tell them. You know who I I try a lot of things, and I'm trying somebody for a video, and um, he is from a children's group, and he emailed me. So we're going to see how that is, and it's not very expensive at all. So if it's good, I'll let everybody know because I look for things that people can afford because it gets very That's expensive important. marketing. And it is, you oh, know, and, but I like to try yeah, I agree with that. Because <clears throat> I'm not, the, well, I don't really tell, unless I use the people, I don't talk about it. Because I don't say anything bad about people, but if they're good, I use them. You know, and so I, right. I think a lot of people don't know because I get email after email on different groups. I have no idea who these people are, you know, and so I have to try them before I say anything. But there are people out there that right. can help. Because we all want to write more and yes, not do some. A lot of people do their own PR, yeah. you know. I mean, 
you know people that do their own PR and they do it for like six hours a day. I, I can't. I'll be talking to myself already. I cannot do that, <laughs> you know, because it's hard. I can't do that. No, Very and hard. I think that, you know, we all know what our strengths are, and that is not a strength for me is going, I, I know where to go, and I can tell people what, you know, where I think they should go, and I can give them advice, but for myself, I really think it blocks you. And I think it, it doesn't does. because you're it so worried really about does. who's going to be your reader and who's going to like your book. And, you know, it, let's face it, we all think those things, even if we don't, it's in our head. You know, and yes, yes. We, you hear it like on movies and people it that write books, it takes write. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you need to write. And, you know, and it does take up time. So anyway, I'll read a little bit about this. And, uh, okay, this is a little story that I wrote years ago, and it's about Isabella Pimpinella, and it's about 12 little witches and a dog, Millie Vandilli, who are, um, they're, they're little witches, and they want to, and they really want to grow up fast. And be able to be able to fly, Aww. and they can't. I love so the they want to do it. And, and I love Millie Vandilli. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And Mikey Brooks, <laughs> I done the book twice, and Mikey Brooks did the illustrations. Who he's been on my show, and he is really good. And yeah, uh, they're he's awesome also illustrations. Very reasonable. Yeah, he's very reasonable and good. You know, and uh, he got oh, really. Uh, he, you know, yeah, it's really important that when you're working with an illustrator that they see what you see. Yeah, because you know as well as I do, you we all see what we see, but sometimes they don't see what we see, and that's yep. not good because you really want because exactly. we, we all see in our minds when we're writing, you know, and sometimes we don't know exactly, but then all of a sudden somebody comes up and comes in, and you go like, oh, these look great. You know, so I think that, you know, because that's a hard part, illustrations, very hard. And I've oh, done clip is. art, and, you know, I've done books with clip art, and that's good, too, but that takes a lot of time. I, you could go through mm-hmm. thousands of pictures till you see what you want, you know, and yes, so I think, you know, and, yeah, and you have to buy the pictures because you can't just take someone's work, you know, that's so that's right. the other thing, you that's know. Right. Yeah, so I think, all right, I'll start out with, so they're all... So they're supposed to meet, and they're late. And so uh, Isabella is not real happy, but finally they all come, and then there's one that mm-hmm. they can't find, and her name is Twyla. Aww. So uh, right. with I have all these names. I made them up, and they're really cute, you know. And so there's Twyla, there's Ellie, Kelly, Tetsy, Nellie, Roselli, Isabella, you know, and kids like them, Twyla, you know. Oh, and they do. So, they love it. Yeah, they do. They like that. You know, all right, so with her super-duper flashlight, Isabella set out to find Twyla. Twyla, where are you? Isabella called out about a million times. Far behind the bushes came a whisper, Isabella, Isabella, it's me, Twyla. Quickly, Isabella pointed her trusted flashlight right smack into Twyla's eyes. Where have you been, girl? I'm afraid, Twyla called out. More than anything, I want to fly. Isabella's face lit up. Then you better come with me. We have a lot of work to do. The ritual was about to begin. Isabella and all the other junior witches put on their caps. In the meantime, Millie Vandilli handled out large wooden spoons to everyone. No mistakes were allowed, not on this very special night. Isabella began to whistle, while the other witches gathered around a humongous black kettle. Twyla still... Twyla, still scared, turned off all the lights while Millie Vandilli gave one of the witches a long black candle. Twyla loudly whispered, How come the candles aren't white? Who ever heard of black candles? 
Suddenly, all eyes were on Twyla. Isabel whispered into Twyla's ear, If you want to stay, you have to be very quiet. This is serious stuff. Twyla shouted out, I want to stay. Then stop talking, Brianna shouted back at Twyla. Twyla's eyes filled up with tears. Okay, I'll be very quiet. You won't even know I'm here. The other witches began to clap, and Isabella slowly began to chant. Here we are, ready at last to make our potion, a potion of the past, a potion for now, a potion for then. Please give us the okay to be on our way. Suddenly, the air became still. An amazing quiet filled the room. Even Twyla was quiet. Isabella nodded for for Millie Vanzilli to begin. Millie looked at Isabella, then everything happened so fast. Isabella couldn't believe her eyes. Millie Vanzilli jumped right into the kettle. Isabella was shocked by what came next. Millie Vandilli was doing the backstroke and waving to everyone. Twyla couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Isabel wanted to laugh but didn't. Instead, she began to count. One, two, three. Please, dear Millie, come out, come out. The show is over. It's time to begin. We all can see you really can swim. There was a big splash, and Millie Vandilli jumped out. Again, Isabella began to chant. Bones, bones, come to me. Inside our potion is where you want to be. Each junior witch was given a small bag filled to the top. That was when they chanted, Garlic and onions will give it some taste. Milk and flour will make it like paste. Corn and nuts will be a plus. And if that's not enough, we'll put in more stuff. Ice cream, eggs, raisins, and honey. Now it's beginning to smell really funny. Isabella called out, Everyone counted to three, and when I say toss, throw everything into the kettle, including the bag. The smell of the potion was strong. All the witches shouted out, one, two, three. The giggling began, and after each of the junior witches was given a small jar, they tossed the lizards into the kettle. She loudly called out, everybody toss. After the witches opened their jars and tossed, they began to stir. In no time at all, the potion began to boil. We did it, the witches shouted. We did it. The little witches were so very happy. They were dancing around and around. The final chant began. Lizard, lizard, it's time to leave, to hurry to the top, and all, and out you will plop. Whoosh, 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 please swim to the top, and out you will plop. Oh, one by one, out they came. Isabelle called each of the junior witches oh Isabelle poured each of the junior witches a gigantic goblet a bubbling magic potion and then lifted her glass it's now time to drink down the potion so we can use our powers to fly good luck girls our time has come that's it and then there's a little bit more so it's it's a fun book you know the, it's for girls and boys so you know I think oh, it just uses adorable. imagination thank you and I, yeah, you know, I read it and last night, thing. and it is adorable. Yeah, yeah, thank you. You know, so the 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 two of you know reading books is is important. You know, and if you can make it a little funny, and you know, also if you have an urban legend, because that is what kids do love this. You know, and they were talking. I was listening today. They were talking about all the some of the newer shows on. Netflix, there's the haunting, and there's a lot yeah. of these things. They're so yeah. keep, as they get to be teens, they get more into it. But some of this stuff is they get really more into scary. it. Yep, they do. And you know, well, uh, I've been watching South. Riverdale. Yeah, thank you. Did you ever watch like Riverdale? And... Yes, yes. Your book has so many possibilities. Um, just the part that you read, I, I'm thinking there's so much in there. There's, you know. 
so many ways you can go yeah. with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and I, I originally I was going to write different stories. You know, that's the problem for me is sticking to one genre because then I went into writing, you know, yeah, comedies. Too. And, you know, it, it it's very difficult, you know. And it's, then I read this and I went, like, oh, I should have done this again. You know, and that's the problem because it's the time. But I do think that that's why I was saying before, if people are listening out there that are authors, you know, marketing is important, but also getting the stories out is also important. You know, yeah, we all started this. So I, you know, and I, I give this advice. I want to know if I could take it. So we'll see if I could take my own advice. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, you know, it's fun. All of this is fun. And that's one of the things uh, I was talking to somebody today and was saying, you forget because of the marketing. We all started this because we like to write and we enjoy it. And when it becomes, something that is, you know, we're also worried about selling, we lose what we started with. And so Very I think true. that, Very you true. know, right. And, we yeah. and I that think magic. that, yeah, yeah. You do. yeah it, that's what it is, you know, and it is magic because, yeah. you know, it it's the magic inside of us that puts all of these stories out. We make up stories from, you know, life and things we hear and things we want to think about. So I think, you know, it's really fun. You know, so I think that that's one and of the, the things, passion. and I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and I'm. That's why I was so glad. You know, when you talked about also the literacy, and I think so. That's a good thing to do in the back of the book because I knew about that, but I never did that, and I do think that that's a good thing because I think that is what libraries and schools want. And, you know, because a lot of times kids have questions after they read a book. And that's one of the things about when you go visit, the kids get to ask questions. And that is great. And that's Mm -hmm. what they're missing by not having authors come because the kids do ask questions. And I think a lot of the classes now when they're very young, they start writing little books. Mm So I think, you know, in, in class. And I think the teachers, if there's any teachers out there listening, you know, have Authors visit. Take the time. Oh, yeah. My, time my calendar's it. getting you know, kind of booked up doing yeah. all yeah. these and, you things. Know, the thing is, too, too um, Marsha, that, you know, and I've done it because a lot of authors, you know, are long distance. They are, they're Skype. I belong to a group, and I haven't done a long time called Skype in the Classroom, where authors can Skype in and do a reading, and, and that's also effective. Yeah, do you know, oh, I awesome. used to have the website. Well, do you know what there there is? A, I, I used to have a website that um, mm-hmm. said that, you know, what people could do. I don't know where it is now, but yeah. you can really put yourself on it. Because I know the Children's yeah. Author Society, that does not help indie writers at all, you know, and they really yeah. need to help indie writers, you know. Um, yeah, they do. I think people do. don't, re- you know, I went to one of the meetings, a group, there were nobody at the meeting. There was like a few people, it, you know, and oh they my. weren't talking about anything good, so I never came again, you know. And I think that, yeah, you know, you. like a lot of the things, it's like almost like the Wizard of Oz. You go like, oh, what is this big society, right? Well, they're not helping, though. That's the problem. They don't help. Right. You know, that's and right. I, I don't know why. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. So I think, you know, I haven't gone out in a while to schools. I probably will, you know, but because I do miss it. I really liked it. It was so much fun talking to the kids. I mean, I had a great time. Oh, and they, they, they did too, they but I had a really. They absolutely yeah, love, I love it. it. 
You love it. Well, Lorraine and, and I are planning on doing a new children's book too. series. Yes, yeah, and actually, you know what? Yeah, we. Uh, oh my gosh! As soon as I'm settled in my house, which may be ten years from now, but yes, Betty <laughs> and I are going to cooperate on a again, again a, a children's. We're, we're going to shoot for a children's series, and it's it's going to be you know um, kind of kind of a monster, kind of a spin from let's say the monsters. Mm-hmm. So it's it's we're, you know we're what the, the kids still you know the kids know these shows the kids watch these shows they now do. because they're all they on do. yeah they're on Netflix they're on um, demand they do have a lot of them coming back you know showing you know because certain things never change they're timeless and yeah, you know I and, and that's that. why kids and they like it you know and the kids are enjoying things that were on years ago you know because those messages were just very light, nothing heavy, you know, and that's what is right. in the books. You know, I didn't even realize any messages that my books were giving until I got reviews, and the reviews were saying you that. Go. I, You know, we all just write, and we don't realize sometimes if there is a message. Then now well, we're the more, cool thing you is know, about, now I'm... It's about having, like, um, an inspiration. Um yeah. My husband just made these two wooden bears out of wood, and it's so, they are so adorable. So I'm sitting on a book now called Barry, the Wooden Bear. And everything he says is very, very good. You're my very, very best friend. I'm very Uh afraid. So every every word that you know, you know, one of the things that, one of the things that people are saying, when you, when you see stories now, like on TV, uh, they are very much doing flashbacks of families. You mean and, they're very yeah, much. There was, <laughs> and right, and the, that's reminded me of the wood, because I, th- I don't know which one I was watching, but I know I was watching one of them, that they showed a, a, an old thing that where somebody had a wood, you know, little rocking thing, and they showed that you know because it was in their mind and i think people don't realize that i didn't realize as much how much they do this on tv now i mean i'm starting watching a lot of these shows and they all they go i was never loving flashback too much but i see why they're doing it because it it is you know what happened to us in the past does you know does that kind of like pushes us into the future what has happened in the past so oh, kids, that's like that's I can when you think the wooden bear, right? The wooden bear it reminds me. And I know I can't remember because I've been watching so much of those series. I'm not even. I think it was. I've been watching this. Uh, Kidding. Did you ever watch this with uh, Jim Carrey? It's it's so good. It's kind of deep and dark and kind of sad, but it's really good. And I think it was when he. I think because he plays someone like Mr. Rogers for kids, you know. And oh. I think they go back and his, they go back and forth. And a lot of them, this is us. I mean, they're all doing that now, you know. So it's yeah. really important that what's in our minds, if we can convey it out, what happened to us in the past, I think kids will like that. So that's a good oh, idea. Absolutely, yeah. they're curious, and they're you know, and, and children are curious of how, you know, because they used to ask questions. Well, what did you do in your ground? They're curious of how things were in the past. They really yep. have that curiosity yep. factor about that. Yeah, I think they. I do think so. And maybe it is because of the show, you know, and, uh, yeah. And I really do think it matters, and it does matter because when you look back, then you're thinking, like, right, 
this is how they got to be, you know, what if, if they were very sad, sometimes they're very sad for a, a very good reason. And that's what they're showing yeah. a lot of times. And happy. So, I, you know, both ways. So I think, you know, a lot of things are changing, and that's why it matters what kids actually are reading and thinking about. And I think it's a good idea yeah, to think about going back. Yeah. Have you thought of doing, I don't know, I've thought of this, putting some together. I'm not sure. I was going to, and then I changed my mind, and then I thought I would, then I thought I would do it because I thought maybe in a collection, I don't know, you know, of my own. And have you thought of that? Me? I have. Putting a collection. I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you going to? And I mm-hmm. think some of that some of that will come to fruition when Becky and I work on this children's series. So, yeah, um, yeah I think that, that's definitely going to come to light. I tell you, it's yeah, going to be really strange working with Lorraine on a children's series after the <laughs> other two books. <laughs> well, it's a very different style you've written before. <laughs> so that is going to be. Well, I won't have to do a lot of research on that. Exactly. But you know, the good thing is with this, it, with us, this Halloween, I hope, you know, with all the parties and all the candy, you know, yeah. from our childhood, I hope some families sit down and actually do choose a good spooky story. That's what makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I, I agree with you. So I hope that does come back. And that's you know, uh, that's one of the things that uh, I think kids people don't realize how much kids really like that. And that is why parents are reading books starting very early. So, you know, oh, and are. I noticed when they, I was from yeah on Amazon, you can you can put that in like for children's books. You can add in the description. This is a good shower gift. It's a good grandparent gift. I wa- yeah. I've been wa- looking around yeah. to see what people do. Grandma I, gift, and at absolutely. Their, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I think people, it, 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 because everybody's looking at tag words, you don't know what they are, but those are some of them. You know, baby shower, you know, um, baby, you know, just those words, and then books do come up. So I think mm-hmm. that um, it's a good thing. I, I think we're going into hopefully, you know, a more caring society, hopefully. I hope and maybe so, we should, Marcia. Yeah, I, and I, I really do. Heart, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I think we're all as writers and as people wanting that. So I'm hoping that it will happen. And by bringing people together, you know, that is one of the reasons I love my shows because I have all these people that I have would never have met ever because we all live different places. And we have different yeah. beliefs, we think of different things, we write differently, but at the end of the day, we're all people. And we should share that's, and be nice to each other. True. And we're, and it starts out with kids. So the messages that kids get matters. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, and, and I, I want to thank... Know, is it, is, is, this is our future generation here. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep yeah, on reading. I agree. They need to keep on reading. Yes, I do. I think so. And I think I only have more children's books. Is there anything that anybody, would you like to just say where they can get your book? And Lorraine, I, I just want to ask Becky? Lorraine something. So, Lorraine, sure. you're open to people contacting you about Absolutely. The literacy I, you know, soon I, I've done two other children's books with literacy kits. I am, and I'm in the process of setting up a, a Facebook page that will, okay, you yeah. know, Okay, because I'm gonna. I'll call you. I'll call you because yeah, I, I know how important yeah. it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will. I promise. I will. Okay. Yeah. And so when you set it up, fun. just let me know, and I'll put it out for you on my pages. I so. absolutely will, Marcia. I absolutely I want to okay. thank you for because I know people you know, need that, and I I, I think it should be a reading specialist. It's not, you know, some things we all have to admit we cannot do. Okay, so it has to be done. I don't like to read. I hate to say that. Well, you know, the thing is... The, the <laughs> I don't know how I started writing books because no. I don't like to read. No, Becky, I can't remember what I read. Becky, I have a lot of people on the shows, and we all talked about yeah. audiobooks, and because that's yeah. a really... There a lot of people do not like to read, and, you know, and there's nothing wrong with saying that. You like stories, so Audibles is the place to go, and audiobooks. I mean, that's just exactly. the way it is now. So don't feel exactly. bad that you don't world. read. Well, like it's I said, I skimmed everybody. through it, but I need I need some good glasses. My eyes are bothering me. <laughs> I need to go oh to boy, eye Becky, doctor. you need to go make an eye. Well, with audio books, you don't need that. Audio books, you don't I, need that. I don't have to see to listen. <laughs> right, so I think. All right. So where can they find you, Becky? <laughs> find you. Um, you mean the book? On Amazon, and the book. right, 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 right. Exactly. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Um, it's on Smashwords. Erica put it on so many different sites. God love her. It's, it's. Okay, I think it's good. probably on every site possible because she put it on every okay, site. That's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, they, right. If you go it, looking it, through it, sites, right, Books a Million has it. They all pick up from other places. Yeah, they all have it. You know. Yeah, Walmart. It's on Walmart now. Yeah, I right. know. You can even this get it from good. Walmart online. It's very good. I know it's real good. You know, I so, Lorraine, where can they where can they find you? Where can they find me? I'm all of my books are exclusive Amazon KDP. So if you just okay. you know if you they just Google my name, Lorraine, author Lorraine Carey, uh, all my books are there. Like I said, I'm exclusive KDP, and um, most of my books are ninety nine cents. So most do you like the KDP? Are you happy using all your books? I mean, all your books are on there. You know what? Hannah, I I don't know. I mean, so far it's it's been okay. You know, there's there's different theories. But you know, let on me tell you something. And, let me tell you something. Because years when uh, several years ago, you couldn't be on other sites. But I don't know that that's really the way it is now because people use Amazon's list in bookstores, mm-hmm. all over. So your book is everywhere. So I think that when they that used to be. say that you can't be other places, I, I have seen yeah, my book in other places when I'm on a KDP because Barnes & Noble could yeah. care less what Amazon says. Yeah, so they used, uh, you to, know, they used to threaten you to say if, you, if you're on Smashwords or Kobo right. or something, they will take you down. Yeah, that they said that right. years ago. Right. Yeah, but I don't know because I have no, because none of us know where our books are. There's so many places now. I mean, they're everywhere. Oh, I, I, they pop up on eBay. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, and like, we they're on eBay. The only you bad know, people thing go is out there and buy them and then they, they try to sell them. them. Yeah, the only bad thing uh, is that they put the dealers put it up so expensively it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, oh, I know. You see yeah. A book that's, Thirty-five dollars, and it's your book. You're going. What? Oh yes, yes. <laughs> really? I've seen one of mine. That I'm going really, but it's a third party. Right. So. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. So okay, and you can find uh, me at marciacasperkook.com and michiganavenuemedia.com. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, just email me and let me know. I'd be happy to have you. If you have topics that you want uh, me to discuss, I'll be happy to do that. And ladies, thank you so much. 
I, uh, you are Thank getting you, Lord, you are. We need to finally meet <laughs> you in person because we've been on that show how many times, Lorraine? <laughs> I, a I know. Time, a lot we of really time, so it's fun. You're, you're awesome, okay, no, we, we have a good time, the... so that's a good... We, we do. We do. All the listeners <laughs> out do. there, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. 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 B